Hello and welcome everybody to the STS podcast that is shooting the shit and welcome to episode 8. I am your host once again, Eugene Caffin, ready to come shoot the shit with a few of my best buddies where we come talk about some of our favorite facts from the past couple of weeks. Um, joining me today, as always, is my other wonderful, well let's just say co-host, uh, Mr. Joseph Ray. Drew, how you doing man? Hey, that's me. I'm pretty good, man. And I am ready to shoot the shit. Man, you keep asking me how I'm doing. And like the immediate thing I respond is, man, how are you doing? That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I know, right? Then, like, well, it's because we're really just having a chat. Asking, how are you doing? <laughs> I know. It's just, the, it's just the Australian thing to do, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, if if two people would introduce themselves in Australia, like all they would do is ask how each other's doing like all the time. No, no, no. You, you have to say with the proper accent. It's, again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay sorry yeah sorry i didn't put the fucking accent on yeah mate yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah all right no, that's good man i'm glad that you're here to uh shoot the shit i know that um you know that's pretty much what we do all the time anyway pretty much yeah and also uh joining us today is my good friend christian christian how you doing i'm doing well thanks looking forward to um yeah shooting the shit yep nice nice so notably we are like down a lot of people today and I know. And not only that, like Brenton is the reason he's away is just fucking ridiculous, I have to say. Is he savagely fapping? <laughs> no, he's not savagely fapping. Um he's you know what, you know what he told me? He's going to a fucking rap concert. Yeah, yeah, no, he really likes rap. I had no idea that Brenton just likes rap music. Yeah, that is yeah. a bit surprising. The more you know. The more you know, because like all I knew is that, you know, basically <laughs> what I know from Brenton is he enjoys anime, he enjoys the other type of anime, and that's it. Yeah, more or less. I, I, he's he's good at computers too. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, he, he like, yeah, he is a, a very good software developer professional. He's but a, anyway. He's a tax paying citizen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, either way, and obviously um, Sherry and Aiden are not going to be with us tonight because they have other things. D&D. Yeah. So, um, it's just going to be us three holding down the fort. Um, and I think it's like the uh, original uh, Chilled Esports uh, bros. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah. Bring, Sorry. bring back the Blizz Esports. Yeah, bring back. Um, they're actually going pretty good. Um, they no, are. Uh, I get updates in my email inbox. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Interesting. All right. Anyway, um, we have, let's actually get down to some things that we wanted to come in and talk about this week. And to kick us off, um, we'll start off with Joey. Joey, what do you got for us, man? All right. So the world's facing a bit of a problem, right? And the problem is essentially we embedded these things called computers. And a lot of society's problems right now is that we're still sort of trying to figure out um, exactly the ramifications of everybody being able to talk to each other and broadcast anything they want to broadcast to anybody else in the world. Mm. Mm. And one of the big issues here is sort of, you know, echo chambers and political upheaval. Um, we saw basically the American election where a, a president literally got memed into existence. Like people just kept telling jokes and then it was true. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you mean. For example, for example. Yeah. As an example. Anyway. Um, and there's a lot of calls to do something like, uh, when there's a big panic, the, the general response from the public is to hold your, hold your head and scream hysterically, you know, somebody please think of the children, um, let the government do something. Mm. And actually, uh, you know, you, you're going to think this is like a left wing or right wing point, but everybody agrees in some form of social media um, regulation. It's just nobody can can agree with what kind of regulation we need for social media. Yeah, that's very true. Because um, yeah, if, if you think about it, the, the, the left want um, social media regulation to protect the voices of minorities and the right want social media regulation to protect um, limited political speech. Mm -hmm. And obviously there's a lot of nuance and context which can't be caught by algorithms because if you, if you try and put Try and ban the N-word, for example. And bam, you've just banned, like, every black dude off the internet. Um, yeah, generally speaking. But, you know, 
I don't think I use the N-word in posting on social media. Very true. But <laughs> you you sort of get what I'm saying. Like, like you can't post the rap lyrics in that case. Um, you, yeah, you post, that's very true. You post, you post rap lyrics to, to a forum. Like, actually, there was a case in Britain where a girl posted rap lyrics to a forum and she was fined um, 800 pounds or something. I, I, I forget the exact punishment, but it was it was something mm. ridiculous. And all, all she did was post rap lyrics on Twitter. Yep. And and the and the government, you know, like cracked down on her. It's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it's always a little girl though. Like I always hear these stories. Always a little girl. Yeah, always a little girl. Um. Also, um, the points that you're making as well is uh the same conversation that's like, is that about um online gaming toxicity? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like the very, very same thing about when you log into the, like, you know, League of Legends when someone calls you an F and C and like, you know, wants you to die. Um, <laughs> like, you know. I think, I think someone told me to um, get hit by a car. Yeah, once. get hit by a car or something like that. <laughs> like, you know, obviously, if you have a system in place, it's going to be very hard to like pick up those things, I suppose, yeah, without like human impossible. intervention. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Almost impossible. And so. The, um, the, the general call is somebody please come up with some software that can just deal with this and then, you know, it's all fine for everybody. Mm. Um, however, that's not the current sort of state of software because we can't come up with, we can't come up with uh, software good enough that can do it yet. Like software just doesn't understand the, the nuance of human interaction yet. Mm. Well, but it also can't... Um... Hmm? be able to analyze context either because yeah, certain keywords might not be you know it, it could be used in a different context not related to you know abuse or whatever else and yeah. you just be then censoring all sorts of stuff which you know probably at a closer look you wouldn't need a censor well exactly because there's um like you, you you can make a political point and a political point is very, very powerful when or an argument. Actually, that was a good one. From Mother Teresa had a had a quote: um, "Every human life is important, uh, even though even those that God hasn't brought into the world yet." That's a that's a quote from Mother Teresa, mm. and that's now considered hate speech by Twitter algorithms because pro life activists use the exact same style of speaking when they're talking about um, taking women's women's rights away. Anyway, that, that's all very serious, but what I'm getting at is we don't have the software yet. We, we literally can't do this with software yet. So what do we have instead? We have our human moderators, which is very interesting. And if you, it, there's a Verge article that I've linked to um, called, you can find this on theverge.com, The Trauma Floor. Inside a look into Facebook's human moderators. Now, if you think about this, there are hundreds of millions of posts per day on the internet on, on, on a big site like Facebook. And a whole bunch of uh, posts will be deemed, you know, controversial and they'll get reported. And then someone has to, a human moderator means a human has to review this content in order to decide if it's good or bad. Yep. Which means you have humans sitting in in some building somewhere watching the most offensive the most racist the most vile hate speech like everything that could possibly go wrong with the world mm. and surprise surprise they're underpaid uh -huh. well yeah they would be yeah and like if i could just read a bit from the article uh -huh. so Someone's in, 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 an, in an education situation. Um, it's, a, it's a change of name. Her name's Chloe. Because they have NDAs and stuff. Because you're not allowed to know who the moderators are in case, in case people come for you. And, you know, yeah, and yeah, of course. Yeah. So what, what else happened is she has to get up in front of a classroom. And nobody's seen this video before. And it's just been reported. And basically, it's a video. It comes up on the screen. And as it, as it says here, the video depicts a man being murdered, someone stabbing him dozens of times while he screams and begs for his life. Chloe's job is to tell the room whether this post should be removed. 
Section 13 of the Facebook Community Standards prohibits videos that depict murder of one or more people. When Chloe explains this, she hears her voice shaking. Returning to her seat, Chloe feels an overpowered urge to sob. Another trainee has gone to review the next post, but Chloe can't concentrate. She leaves the room and begins to cry so hard she has trouble breathing. Now, if you think about this, essentially, what we're doing to these moderators is we are funneling the worst possible content in the world into the select brains of, say, maybe a thousand people, putting them into a room in a high-stress environment, underpaid, where they're, they're actually just not allowed to make mistakes either, because Facebook's obviously under a lot of political pressure to get censorship right, you know, from both the left and the right, because the, the government's like leering down on Facebook with all of these uh, re re regulatory guidelines. And so, I've got the key bullet points here. Uh -huh. Uh, moderators in Phoenix will make 28000 per year, while the average Facebook employee has a total compensation of 240000 What? Yeah. Okay. That's it, it, insane. Both of, both of these things are surprising, right? Mm. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> uh, 28000 a year in Phoenix is probably enough to live. Like It's probably like minimum wage levels. Mm. Um, 240000 is actually not that much in San Francisco. You, you're like, you, it, that's considered middle class in San Francisco. So in stark contrast to the perks of Facebook employees, team leaders micromanage content moderators every bathroom break. Two Muslim employees were ordered to stop praying during their nine minutes per day of allotted wellness time. So if you can imagine, like, the working conditions of this moderation company, allegedly, is that this content is so extreme, you need you need resting periods of wellness time in order to recollect your, your emotions after, after watching this content. It's pretty intense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sounds like, it sounds like something that's uh, pretty crazy. This is crazy. Uh, employees can be fired up just making a handful of errors per week, and those who remain live in, former, live in fear of former colleagues returning to seek vengeance. One man we spoke with started bringing a gun to work to protect himself. Uh, what? Why? Protect himself from what? Yeah, from America. what? It's America. Everyone's got a gun. Okay. I fucking I fucking hail a taxi but by shooting in the air. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then, the, and then the cab driver rolls me. But I mean, like, I could I could understand that, like, you may be a bit paranoid, but um, yeah, I suppose when it's like easier to get a gun, maybe it's like you know, it, it yeah, it helps you paranoia possibly. Oh, I, I just assume, like, in America, just everything just has a gun. Like, you know, I, I, I'm, like, I'm like walking the dog and the dog has a gun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you should never travel anywhere. Uh, I shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Employees have been found having sex inside stairwells and a room reserved for lactating mothers in what one, deploy, in what one employee describes as trauma bonding. Oh, okay. That sounds pretty extreme. Mm-hmm. It does. It's because, like, so basically, what what you're describing is like basically these analysts are uh, like very underpaid for a job that is uh, inherently has a lot of uh, sort of like risk and well being problems. Well, I, I think it's just um, psychological damage is is the main thing. Like, yeah, well being problems. Like uh, effectively, the the problem with human moderation is that we're actually psychologically damaging our, our human moderators with all the extreme shit on the internet. Uh -huh. Um, and uh, apparently, uh, Chloe makes fifteen dollars an hour, which is four dollars than the minimum wage in Arizona. Uh, I just read that in the article. Yeah. Okay. okay. So it's it's a little bit better than minimum wage, but yeah, you know, it's, it's not great. Yeah. Right. When you think about it, though, there, there's a lot of other jobs that are similar in that you know you have people who are underpaid high stress environments um exposed to things which could be you know physically or mentally damaging um so i, I guess it's just another example of one of those you know what you know what you know what it actually sounds like mm -hmm. uh working for an insurance company when you're on the telephones yes mm -hmm. yeah because like you think about it, it's the same deal right if you're if you're working in insurance, what are you dealing with? People's lives that fuck up all the time. Mm. Yeah, and like obviously you're not going to get paid a lot because all you're doing is talking on the phone all day, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you know it's the same deal. Like 
And and not only that, like, how many times do you think people would be, like, rude as fuck to anybody who's on the other line of, like, an insurance claim or something? Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially yeah. when, um, because the, the insurance operator's job sometimes is to say, well, I'm sorry, but we don't cover that. Yeah. Yeah, like, to give bad news, like, well. Mm -hmm. yeah. bad news. Yeah. I guess another um, example would be emergency call takers. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, um, requests for police or ambulance or, or fire. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But the the interesting thing I, I think about, about this that's slightly different is that both in insurance and emergency call in emergency call responding, um, there's an effect you can have. Like there's an effect yeah. you can have on, the, on what you're listening to. The, the emergency call taker is actually able to maybe send resources to that emergency call. The insurance uh, person. Um, maybe they actually have the insurance. Like, like you know, maybe one uh, one in ten times the insurance company is not a piece of shit and actually has the insurance ready uh, ready to go. Mm. But in this case, it's literally just you. You're shown, uh, and because some of these, um, the interesting thing is, I found yeah, one auditor walks the floor promoting the idea that the Earth is flat. Now, if, if you think about this, this person has watched so many flat Earth videos that they have slowly become convinced that the Earth is flat. That's and, interesting. <laughs> and, that, and there's other, um, a former employee told me he'd begun to question certain aspects of the Holocaust. Okay. Wow. Because so, <laughs> the Holocaust in our videos, they get reported and they get shown to the auditor. Mm. And so, well, I guess, I, I guess you, you know, mm -hmm. the, the effect that they could have is that they can stop this stuff being shown. Yeah, so I mean, like, basically, what this sounds like is uh, they should be called the police. Yeah. Yeah, if the police could do it, I mean, that's... Yeah, it, it I mean, like, no, 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 but it's, yeah, I'm I'm obviously not saying that the police should do it, right? Mm. Um, Because it's not, it's not strictly a matter of law or enforcing mm. it. But, like, the, the idea is that um they're the ones that are putting a stop to uh this type of situation. So, like... It really, it, it really should have a, a person with a different mindset, I suppose. Like, obviously, if you're paying minimum wage or close to it, not it's not going to attract a lot of people. But um, yeah, I can understand where the trauma comes from and 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 the sort of mindset because it's basically like, it, it's it's essentially what the police do. It's it's like you're working for you know for a police department because you get mm -hmm. funneled all the like you know the 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 fucking trash of society, um, mm -hmm. all in one spot, and you have to decide whether or not it's good or bad. Yeah, that's basically the police. Yeah, I mean, more or less, but I, I, I'm, I'm still hesitant to say it's the police because it's like, um, because the the interesting thing about the police argument you're doing is mm. the police of which country? Well, the police of which country? Oh, dude, it's, I'm, it's, it's I, I'm not. Yeah. yeah, dude, I'm not even saying that. Like, I'm saying yeah. that the job description should be the same. Like, it, it's, it's actually the same. I'm not saying that. That's the people that should be doing it or the, oh, sure, yeah, sure. yeah, I, yeah. It's not saying that it should be a police thing. I'm saying the job description should be, you are the Facebook police because that's what it fucking is. <laughs> well, I mean, they are the Facebook police. Yeah. And the, the interesting thing is, is because when you think about this, some of this is uh, hate speech. Um, they're literally also the, literally the language police. Mm. They are the grammar Nazis. <laughs> As opposed to actual Nazis. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, there's only a few more, a few more bullet points left. Yeah. Um, moderators cope with seeing traumatic images and videos by telling dark jokes about committing suicide, then smoking weed during breaks to numb their emotions. Moderators are routinely high at work. Mm -hmm. oh, this is all allegedly. Like it's, it comes off an anonymous source. So yeah, righto. My grandson. So Cheech and Chong. Um, employees are developing PTSD-like symptoms after they leave the company, but are no longer eligible for any support from Facebook or the company they're working for. Mm. Employees have begun to embrace fringe viewpoints of the videos and memes they're supposed to moderate. The Phoenix site is home to a flat earth and holocaust. Oh, I can't read that bit. Mm. Yeah, so we are literally creating crazy people. This is one getting is one getting out of this. Um, yeah, I'm getting it too. I, um, 
I don't know, not to sound uh, unsympathetic to the cause, because I know it's like it, it is going to be a very traumatic experience. But um, yeah, maybe like a, a vetting of the people that actually uh, are allowed to do this type of thing is in order. Look, I'm I'm going to go out of I'm going to go out on a limb and say um, maybe the company is already trying to do that and it just doesn't work. Like you're mm. always going to get people who have slipped slip through the cracks. Yeah, true. But it's like what's really interesting is when you get upset at, when you get upset on a forum. Um, one of the well, one of the ways to like stop the argument is to say just step away from the internet or it's time to stop posting. Mm. Um, I, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's, it's like a meme of. Um, like like he, there's a hand on the keyboard and, and a little cat's paw is like on the hand and, and it, the text says it's time to stop posting mm. so these people are literally paid to keep posting like or like they're literally paid to keep watching the content and so and so what happens when you have someone on high marijuana being shown you know conspiracy videos over and over again of like you know what if this is the case? What if that's the case? What if 9-11 was an inside jar? Mm. They'll just slowly start to believe it. And the, and they were, it's, a, I think it would be a very interesting psychological study to see how this is actually affecting their, their, their cognitive functions. Mm. It would be interesting. I would if be it, interested if, to if, see that. If anything else, like, you know, because mm. this job currently, it has to be done because as long as Facebook says, well, you can't post illegal content on our platform, there has to be someone deciding what content's illegal. Mm -hmm. Because currently we can't do it with AI. It's just simply not possible. Yeah, sure. Um, especially if AI would um, and has uh, banned Mother Teresa quotes. Well, it's like, okay, the AI is just not good enough to do this yet. So, so we need people to do this. Mm. Yeah, especially things like um, uh, videos as well. I would imagine that's pretty difficult for a... Um... The software to do yeah machine learning uh basically does a linear regression and we can tell if we can tell if maybe if it, if the video contains a cat <laughs> <laughs> i mean we could ban cat videos i i would be i'd be okay with that <laughs> dude you'd, you'd be banning 66 percent of the internet <laughs> you know what yeah. it's a small price to pay joey <laughs> uh but yeah so i thought i just thought that was interesting just um we are we are we literally have a radicalization center and it's the it's the facebook moderation hq mm. yeah it basically just like rings to me of people that need psychological evaluation before they do that type of job um much like you know the police yeah yeah uh do you have any thoughts on it christian no i think i've pretty much said anything that i've you know i've been thinking about it um i think like just again um you know, I, I agree that, you know, it must be a horrible place to work. Um, but there's a lot of other places, I think, that would be um, comparable. Mm, and, sure. you know, in, yeah, right. in, in the end, you know, I, I agree with Joey that the, the software just isn't there and you know, someone has to do the job. Um, but I also agree with what you, what you said, Eugene, um, that you know, there should be some kind of vetting system or uh, they, they only take certain people on. Um, perhaps, you know, better training or um, better psychological screening. Um, prior to um, mm. you know, one of these roles. Yeah, because um, because like one of the arguments that really sprung with me from Joey is that if you're hiring marijuana, you know, and you're like watching these videos, sure you're going to be susceptible. But like, here's a here's an idea: don't take the marijuana, and um, you know, maybe it'll be better. And I understand the reason why you're taking the marijuana is because it's like bad in the first place, but it just mm. makes it worse. So you know, um, yeah, couple of thoughts. <laughs> Put the bong down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, put it down. Anyone say my voice? Just put the bong down, guys. Just put it down. Put the, Don't need it. it. Uh, oh, man. These poor bastards. Yeah. Oh. I, like, I, I don't feel good for them. Because, like, if you think about, like, when any of us have spent too long on the internet, like, you can tell, right? Like, like you, you, you go a bit stir crazy, just you know, just looking at people's opinions all day, and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm sick of this. This, this mm. is driving me nuts outside. Yeah, I mean, I did feel, I, I do feel that way sometimes when I read YouTube comments about things. I think I've even talked about this sometime before. Like, I read like YouTube comments, and I was like, man, the internet is just a fucked up place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so true. Yeah. It really is. I was like, what, what are these fucking stains on humanity posting <laughs> everywhere? 
Yeah. Anyway. And that's why you won't find a comment section on JH Train Media. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't want I don't want people posting content here. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right, man. Um, well, that was a uh, good delve into um, things that most people don't really uh, know about or think about. So thanks for that, man. Yeah, uh, no next up, we will go with uh, Christian. Christian, what, what do you have for us, dude? Okay, so um, two things that I found interesting over the last week or so. Mm -hmm. um, the first one, uh, so this is from a news article from abc.net.au um, from a couple of weeks ago. Um, mm -hmm. And it's talking about how China's latest anti-corruption scandal um, mm. amongst its uh, government officials uh, features something that they call the Himalayan Viagra. Oh, okay. that sounds right. spicy. Is, it, yeah. is, that, is that like right next to the Himalayan rock salt or is it? Is that... <laughs> I, I don't know. but uh... Can I put it in my, uh, you know, uh, on my fucking steak or something and make it better? Well, if, if you are going to put on your steak, you're going to have to fork out quite a bit. Okay, so, right, um, okay. So there's a, it's a Chinese herbal medicine um, right. worth more than gold, and they nickname it um, Himalayan Viagra. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a rare caterpillar fungus, um, and it's known as, so forgive me for the pronunciation, uh, Yasagamba in the Himalayas. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's been described as the world's most expensive parasite. So uh, apparently it sells for up to 400 yuan. So that's um, $83,800 US Holy shit. Per, per kilogram. Oh my God. So that's around uh, $80 per gram. Uh -huh. um, so that's more than the current stock price of about $59.40 for a gram of gold. Oh my God. So does it like cure cancer or something? What the, f what, what is it? Why is it so expensive? Okay, um, so it's only found um, in Nepal, Bhutan, Tibet, and India, um, yeah. but only at about 3,000 to 5,000 metres above sea level, so up in the mountains. Mm. Um, so it's a fungus that infects caterpillars before eventually killing them. Um, and then what it does is once it infects the caterpillar, it starts growing a dark brown mushroom from its head. From the caterpillar's head. Yep, out of the caterpillar's head. Yeah. And so the, the caterpillar is effectively mummified by this fungus. Yeah. Um, and then it'll poke out of the ground. The fungus will poke out of the ground. Um, and then it has to be hand collected. Of course it does. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so Sartre gets washed on like a, a Tibetan virgin's inner thigh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, um, it's valued because it has... Uh, a number of questionable health benefits. So they say that it um, increases libido. Um, oh, of course restores, it does. Yeah, of course. Um, restores reproductive and kidney function. Um, and it's also used apparently to treat obesity and cancer. Yep, th I thought no, so. I, I thought so. I was like, oh. yep, cures cancer for sure. Viagra mm. from Hawaii is heart medicine and it literally makes your dick hard, like demonstrably makes your dick hard. Yeah. Mm. Does if, this if, if, you, if you if <laughs> you <laughs> I don't know. I haven't taken any, so okay, okay. But um, but allegedly, let's say I take allegedly. This, yeah, I, I will have the the rock hardest you know erection ever. Is is that, is that what as well as repairing my body at the same yes. time? Yes. Well, yeah. Uh, apparently. Apparently. As well as um, impregnating everyone. <laughs> yeah, that too. Well, <laughs> when you're paying that much per. A gram of it, yeah, you certainly yeah, fucking hope so. <laughs> oh gram. man, per gram, holy shit! I just realized how small a gram is. Yeah, it's tiny. It's mm. tiny. So, um, how do how do you actually like use it? Do you like um, what, what do they do to uh, to actually get the benefits from this? How do you ingest it or take it? Okay, so it says here that it's made. Um, it can be made up into a tea or a soup. Mm, okay. Um, and some people stuff it inside duck before roasting. Oh. Well, that's a delicious way to have it. So I can have it with my steak, is what you're saying. You can, if you're willing to, you know, spend a yeah, couple thousand dollars on it. Yeah, okay. All right. I'd be really hesitant to, to further roast my mushroom, because I, I feel like if I'm going to have super healing mushroom, um, I want to have it with something light, like a soup, so, like, there's not that much content in my stomach. So, like, because I'm going to have, like, crazy sex powers. I want to eat this, right? 
Mm, yeah, yeah, for sure. Allegedly, yes. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't want to have crazy gravity up, uh, upside down sex and then like feel a bit nauseous because there's a lot of stuff in my stomach. Mm, right. But, like, I'd want to have this with a soup or something. Like, like, like not like a full duck. Like a thin, a thin broth. I'm, I'm sure if you look up on YouTube, you'll be able to find some um, high end recipes. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? There probably would be. There'll be like the ideal recipe for like whatever you want to do. So it's like for 24 7 banging, you should do this one for like. Yeah, yeah you know what i don't know what else you'd do with this to be honest what i want to see is gordon ramsay um prepare it yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of like <laughs> himalayans yeah he's gonna get mad at people that fuck it up obviously yeah, exactly. I, I can see gordon ramsay just like going off and be like you don't fucking cook that like this <laughs> yeah this is the first time i've even seen this but i still know everything <laughs> about this fungus yeah. so i guess the um the interesting thing about this um fungus in China is that um, recently a number of um, Chinese officials have been found guilty of accepting bribes of the fungus. So yeah. it's being used as an alternate currency um, to, to bribe officials. Oh man, this is like fucking crack. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's um, yeah. They, they hear that there was a case uh, in 2017 show that a high-ranking official in Guangdong province was found with 200 kilograms oh, of the fungus. How much do you need? Oh, my worth God. millions of dollars. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. So, no, no, because, you know, you have, like, a little bit to try it, right? Like, like you know, you, you, for 50 grams personal use of, like, like um, super sex fungus. Yeah. Um, but, like, if you have 200, if you require in your life 200 <laughs> kilograms of sex fungus, I, I wonder... Yeah, I want, are you how actually even going to use it all? How bad, it's, 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 but how bad must your natural penis be if that's yeah. the amount you need? Yeah. Well, it's 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 unlikely that it's being used for personal use. It's it's being used as a commodity to, you know, maybe buy other other commodities or to you know further be used as bribes or whatever. Mm. So I, I, I doubt the I doubt the person would use two hundred kilograms of it. There's a lot of women in China. Like, <laughs> is there is there though? Well, after the uh, single child policy. Yeah. For, a few decades probably that's probably not 100 percent true no there's still a lot of women in china like he, mm. he's got a lot to work through here like mm. you know, he'd, he'd be on at least 30 a day and like maybe he'll be done when he's 106 <laughs> a scary thought. dude if you could if, if you could do 30 a day for like more than one day um yeah, yeah considering you have you have two hours you have 16 hours awake like more or less mm. so that's like at least two per hour so yeah yeah, it's pretty tough. I mean, like, you, have just, the super, you have the super sex fungus, though, so... Yeah, you do have the super sex fungus. Yeah. But you, you, there'd be logistical issues, right? Like, like, you'd have to bust them in and bust them out. Mm, yep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going anywhere with this. this is, I'm just yeah. being dumb. Yeah, I understand. Um, so, um, are, are there any other cases of it being, uh, being used uh, in that way, Christian? Um, oh, there are a few more. I think they're all pretty similar though. Mm -hmm. Um, just being taken as bribes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. Uh, and so is there a market for this, uh, overseas? Um, I'm not sure. I think it's mostly a, um, a, a tied to Chinese culture more than anything. Okay. Yeah, I'd be interested to know if this is a, a controlled substance at all, because like, it just sounds like, um, it doesn't sound like it's a, it's a magic mushroom. Like it sounds like it's just like a, like a, a, a regular mushroom that's not poisonous. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's just a status symbol, really. Yeah, you, the, the, well, they eat um, bird's nests in China. And uh, you can actually buy uh, bird's nests from um, your local Chinese uh, supermarket, at least in Brisbane. Um, and a, a bird's nest has, like, healing properties and whatever. And essentially, apparently the bird's nest that of, like, of a certain quail that's been shat in a couple times by the babies is, like, it's, like super healing properties. Oh, really? Regular shit business, which you know, uh, like right, dude. I had no idea. So, so you're telling me the way to make like you know the money is to like get bird's nest with a lot of baby quail shit in it. Um. Well, we'll see. In in Queensland, we have kookaburras. So I, I reckon if 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 little beta male quail nests, uh -huh. can convert, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think it's literally um twenty five to thirty bucks a nest. Oh fuck. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of money. Yeah. If, if little be, if little beta male quail nest can catch that, imagine what a, a fuck off kingfisher kookaburra nest is going to get you. Yeah, dude. Why are we sitting here talking to the microphones? 
<laughs> they could be out there get in the fucking nests exactly. okay oh, first of all i have no idea how to fuck to get one of those so anyway <laughs> i don't want to get attacked by kookaburras <laughs> they're annoying enough as it is yeah australia is a dangerous place oh man an emu nest that'd uh, be like a thousand uh, yeah i don't know why people yeah or a cassowary so joey yeah, you fine. take i can take the emus you can take the cassowaries deal i'll die <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the joke man i'll need um i'll need a crocodile hunter for this uh, well yeah we're we're short one of those unfortunately <laughs> mm. um so anything else christian sorry um i can move on to the next topic if you like oh uh, yeah yeah sure so um dude i'm actually just so stoked to hear that there's this uh rare fungus anyway uh yeah what, what's what's next mate what's next dude um, so the other thing that I was looking at uh, earlier this week um, is the creation of a new field of science. Mm, yeah, you mentioned this before. I'm super excited to hear about this. Yeah, what, what was it, man? Okay, so a um, a NASA probe um, has detected and measured the first uh, seismological tremor recorded on another planet. Oh, sweet. So it's, uh, uh, it's called a, a Mars quake. Oh, nice. So, yeah, so it was on Mars. Yes. Yeah, cool. Um, and so it's opened up the new field of um, of Martian seismology. Oh, yeah, cool. Because it's not like, it's not Earth no. related. No, so it'll, yeah. it's, um, and you know, the it's a completely different area. Yeah, dude, that's great. Hang on, I just want to see if the field of Martian seismology is dominated by white males already. <laughs> My dad I mean, says Dude, who are you fucking kidding? You already know it is. <laughs> God damn the patriarchy. Yeah, I know. It's like quick. I know, just like dead white guys all around for like most yeah. of science. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, so apparently the, the quake um was so faint that they, they barely picked it up. Um mm. and they, they haven't been able to give an estimated Earth magnitude equivalent okay. um, for the Mars quake. Do we know if it was tectonic plates? Um, like crashing sure. into each other? Oh. No idea. Yeah. Not a seismologist, sadly. Yeah. Oh yeah. It I, would be. I, it would be in a Muslim expert, I guess. Oh uh, well, I guess you know we should go fucking work for NASA or something. Oh wait, well, it turns out they're probably not going to be hiring anytime soon. Oh, fucking white males. <laughs> Umpalumpas specifically. Umpalumpas specifically. Mm. <laughs> Um, dude, I'd be like very, very interested to like, uh, to hear more about this because yeah, it's just this totally new, totally new thing. And I would be really stoked to hear, um, any updates on this because yeah, I'd want to know what, what would fucking cause tremors on that planet anyway. Yeah. No, I'll, um, I'll definitely follow up on it over mm. the next couple of weeks. Um, if there's anything added to the story. Yeah, sure. Because, um, if it is like tectonic plates, then that's just, yeah, that's really interesting um, no tectonic place is the least interesting of the theories the most interesting theory is actually the base is on top of an inverted pyramid underground <laughs> and it was literally the martians <laughs> walking around with their super advanced technology that makes it that's the of most course. interesting explanation okay sure of course yeah there's like a fucking you know highly advanced civilization underneath the planet that we have not detected ever Okay, if you were a highly advanced civilization and you had a bunch of country pumpkins over in a water world, uh -huh. you'd want to fucking hide too. Possibly. Like, oh, possibly. Those, guys, those guys have all these wars and shit. I don't want I don't have any part of that. Mm. Yeah, I suppose. They could they could have seen the multiple extinction events and like probably said, well, that planet's fucked. Yeah, pretty much. What I am interested though is actually I think because the other expert on this would what would be one of the Facebook moderators, right? Because like well, they'd they'd have all the conspiracy theories all. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I mean, we could probably just ask Aiden about all of those because uh, he's he's big on that. Hmm. Mm. All right. Um. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add to that, Christian? Or is that? No, that's about it. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, man, you should definitely keep us updated on that. Um. To see if there's any more. Um. Any more. Uh. You know. What's the word here? events things that are happening in that field i'd be really interested to hear about it yeah will do yeah all right so uh turns out it's time for my stuff yes um so first things first is that you, 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 sorry. Yeah. 
the word you're looking for before is development. Develop. Yeah, it is. You're right. Development. Yeah, I was, I was I, I know you didn't. I know. I know the word you didn't think of. I know it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Any developments? So yeah. speaking of developments, okay. So a uh, couple of things about me is that um, I am notoriously out of the loop on like a shit ton of world news. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to talk to you guys about some world news. Dude. Sounds good. Yeah. So what is happening is that in about two days on the 30th okay. of April, a massive event is going to be happening. And it should be all over the place, but it isn't because it's the wrong country's uh, royals. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so for the first time in 200 years, the uh, Japanese, the reigning Japanese emperor is um, abdicating for his son. Holy shit. Yeah, it's like the big one of, one of the biggest events that's like happening in the modern area of the Japanese monarchy. Hmm. So, um, yeah, so just a little bit about this guy. Uh, his name is Akahito, I think. I'm pretty yep. sure. Um, yeah, and just like some really badass dude who uh, changed pretty much the way that modern Japan is at the moment. Well, like not single-handedly. He obviously had help. But, um, yeah, he's he going to be the first the person. To... Yeah. Um, so, basically, if you guys know anything about Japanese culture, it's a lot about honor. Um, yep. and if you're a, if you're an emperor, you are meant to stay there until you fucking like, until you're dead. Like even on your yeah. deathbed, you're meant to be like making royal decrees and all this other stuff. Um, but, um, yeah, he's, uh, breaking more traditions, uh, to do that. Interesting. Um, do you guys know much about him? No, not at all. I don't, but that's actually, um, it's actually very similar to, uh, Thai royalty. Um, mm. Was making decrees like basically on his deathbed as well. I, I'm not sure if Pumipom's actually officially dead yet. Uh, I'm not sure because mm. like cause I know Pumipom went missing like as far as like people talking about him for ages. Mm. And the theory is he's dead, but like nobody wants the successor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So so the mm. so Thai officials are just saying you know well Pumipom he's totally alive. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, oh, by the way, conspiracies uh, can... aside. I can now never. I can now never travel to Thailand. I'm sorry. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, Dora. I'm just gonna go have uh, my greatest time over in Phuket. See you later. All right. See you. Man. Yep. Um, anyway, so um, I actually did a. What I I read an article that I uh, retweeted on the um on the podcast uh, Twitter, uh, and mm. it was a thing from CNN that was talking about him. And um, uh, this is apparently not the first time that he's gone and actually sort of broken tradition. Oh, yeah. um, so obviously, just a little bit about him is that uh, he was born in 1933. Uh, and so obviously, growing up, he had some uh, big things happen at around, I don't know, 1945-ish. Uh, you know, so... Can't think of what that is. Yeah, I can't think of anything that happened there. So um, obviously he's had a lot of um, he's had a lot of work to do to uh, get Japan back, um, yeah. you know, from obviously different like different events and different crises. He rolled up the old sleeves. Yeah. So um, so a couple of things that uh, well, obviously he had to like deal with like Hiroshima and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but the way that he did that was um, it, it was really the first time that the Japanese royals had to um, be more connected with the people. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's actually a big thing. Uh, his surrender was a, was a really big deal, actually. Mm. Uh, was, actually, I don't think it was him. I think that was his dad, who was the current one at the time. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, because he took over from his dad in in eighty nine. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure it was dad that did the surrender. But that being said, um, when uh when it came time for him to take over. He was already like in a new era of um of connecting with the people like he was more like one of the people so a couple yeah. of things like for example that he married a common woman mind blown yeah that's interesting yeah i know so married a common woman not only that um they actually raised their own children instead of letting the servants do it that is really interesting mm. so <laughs> 
<laughs> so um yeah dude for royals it's fucking like crazy yeah, no, that's amazing yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah so he's basically known as the person that's just like breaking traditions all the time um and uh yeah has obviously been credited as uh you know the the person that's um responsible for bringing japan into its new era Mm. Yeah, so, uh, since, uh, since 1989 that is yeah since 1989 yeah 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 oh i, I can actually see that I, I can actually see like um because i know a lot of japan's extreme far-right politics they'd be really against like these actions mm, yeah for sure yeah yeah because you know they're, they're, they're usually very traditional yeah yeah mm. very much so mm. yeah probably even uh probably even more than uh america i would imagine uh it's just they're traditional in their own culture and america's far-right politics are traditional in their own culture like yeah each, yeah that's fine uh, each flavor of far-right is just traditional in its own culture that's mm. it. yeah yeah sure sure um so yeah so he's going to be passing it on to his son uh, narohito um which uh yeah well obviously that guy is um a little bit younger and by younger he's probably in his 60s i'm not i'm not too sure about uh who's going to be taking over um yeah but yeah, obviously it's his son. Uh, he has some big, uh, big shoes to fill, I would imagine. Well, the question I have is, uh, married a common woman doesn't necessarily mean she wasn't rich. Yeah, very true. I don't know too much about his about his wife. Well, it's a thing uh, English nobility actually used to have actually, because mm. um, in in English nobility you have the House of Lords, mm. and basically the Queen can just make a lord whenever she wants. Right. And what would happen is um, the Lord would pass down his family name to, like, you know, children. Mm. And eventually you'd get a child who, like, receives his inheritance and his name. And he'd just go gambling and just go broke. They all just spend it all on the ponies. Mm -hmm. And what would happen is that um, they would look for, like, rich businessmen, rich business people. And um, they would marry into money. Like, the Lord would marry into money. And it'd be exchanged, like, sort of the name for money. Uh, okay, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, right. And, and, and that's how nobility basically kept the wealth within themselves for like I, I think from I'm thinking the period I'm thinking is from 1700s to today. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I I, I can see that. Mm, so it might have been something similar. It might have been like because it's um, I'm pretty sure the Japanese noble family um would have lost a lot of money in World War Two. Um, yeah, probably. I'd say so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're in a pretty pretty bad pretty bad spot. Mm. Mm. Uh, I mean I don't know that for sure, of course. It's just like it's just a hunch that like maybe it was um money involved. Mm. Yeah, possibly. Um it's just yeah. to to break with such a massive tradition like that is is like a really big deal. So I'm I'm thinking maybe there's an external factor. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, you're probably right. It 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 but but it would it would look good on multiple fronts. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Politically, it looks great. Like I'm not mm. I, I, I'm not saying it's not a good thing. Yeah. 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 Sure. I'm just throwing some conspiracies into the mm. world. The truth is out there. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, that's where we need the X Files theme. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So yeah. This is uh. This big event is um. Going down in a couple of days. Uh, don't expect to hear about it, um, but just know that it is that it is happening. Um, if you watch uh, any international news or um, or anything like that, you'll most likely hear about it. But um, yeah, I thought it was something um, pretty interesting that's going down soon. It's and um, yeah, it's like the first time that I know world news. I'm like happy with myself. Man, congratulations, Eugene! You've you've graduated. Uh, well, yeah, I know it's good. I trolled the internet and I didn't find any porn or people talking shit about each other. Amazing. <laughs> Which other did you go to? Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Um, my other fact for this week is something that's a bit closer to to me in particular. Um, is that I saw um a a small thing um on Seven News. Oh yeah. So, uh, Seven News were covering a particular story. And the story was, is that the Logan City Council approved to have an esports event somewhere in Logan. I'm not sure where it was. They didn't mention. Um, and yeah, they, they they had nothing but uh, positivity to talk about this um, this esports event that was going down. That is amazing. Yeah. 
So like, I, esports has hit our our local media finally. Yeah, I know it's crazy. So um, I I think they could have you know um. I'm not saying they could have picked a better place or like a more popular place. I think it's okay to do it wherever. Um, unfortunately, it was Halo Three, so it's a pretty yeah. So like, no offense to anybody playing Halo Three. I think it's perfectly valid as an esport, but you could pick a game that I could have enjoyed. Um, <laughs> you know, man, Halo's great. Uh, shut up. Yeah, it's a it's a good shooter. <laughs> I just I just prefer other ones. You know. I think I think no. Christian I think Christian can agree with me, right? There are just some other ones that might be a little bit, you know, better. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was just uh, interested to see it, and it also it came up on uh, the Twitter. I did retweet it on the on the uh, on the podcast Twitter. Um, interestingly, there were some actual professionals that came along, um, and I thought it was um, some pretty good exposure for esports and for um, just games in general. I think. Um, because yeah. I do think that games get a bit of a um, bit of a raw deal when it comes to media coverage. You know, but that's been happening ever since um, the 1990s, if you think about it. Mm. Because, because before um, video games were leading people down the demonic path. Mm. I mean, <laughs> that's what <laughs> they, they even said that about fucking Dungeons and Dragons. They thought it was like, yeah, a, like fucking Satan worshippers. 70s, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's... Culturally known as the Satanic Panic, actually. Oh, is it? Okay. I don't know, if you're on a Wikipedia of that, then you can get some interesting reads. Mm. But yeah, like, I just contrast this to, like, the other fucking... I think it was Nine News story about that kid who was addicted to World of Warcraft. <laughs> that guy you know, was great. That one, <laughs> the one that we, like, fucking laughed our asses off at for ages. Oh, man, you took my kill. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, Christian, did you, did you see that? What was this, sorry? Um, there was a um, there was an article or a piece done uh, by I think it was Nine News or a Current Affair about some mother that was so upset because her son was addicted to World of Warcraft. Is this a recent one? Because I, I have seen some in the past. Yeah, dude, ages ago. In the past, in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. So basically, like that's what I remember about things that where you know these big yeah, well big corporations and and like media outlets talked about games. It was always in like a really negative fashion. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know what it is, though, because um, because I've uh, I've had some like mul some mullings on this while I swell my brandy, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, deep into the fireplace to 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 unlock the secrets of fire. Mm. Um, essentially, it's the shocking off of responsibility, because a lot of these stories have one thing in common, mm. and it's a dissatisfied young male. Unhappy with his life, sought refuge in video games in in some sense, and that dissatisfied young male uh, then went on and did something horrible, or like was a horrible person. Yeah, right. And what they look at is they say, well, if, if video games didn't exist, then this dissatisfied male um, would have seen the light and become a hardworking member of society. But what they what they don't see is that actually. If you don't give him an outlet at all, like it, it just accelerates his path to darkness. Mm. And it, it's about like instead of looking at the um, like if you have PTSD and you're taking drugs for PTSD and you you take the drugs away, it's like well what are you doing now? He still has PTSD. You haven't solved the PTSD. Mm -hmm. Very true. You've just solved the one thing he was using to like to like cope with his situation. Mm. Because yeah. most people in these most people featuring these stories, like like they're um, they're not doing well at school. They've been fired from their job. They have like no girlfriend, no hope, and this is all they have is mm -hmm. just like this this one thing. And they they turn on the news, and the first thing they see is somebody bashing video games, and it's like, man, this isn't going to end well. Yeah. <laughs> Please stop doing that. <laughs> Yeah, because there's always an argument, and there was even okay. So I uh, I also read some of the comments to this on um on Twitter, and mm. um yeah, some of the comments were like of of the obvious thing about you know oh great you're you know you're uh, introducing things that promote violence and killing other people. Yeah, yeah, there you go. and all this other stuff. Um, the uh there was a person that responded to it though, and I'm pretty sure it was one of the people attending the event, some pro gamer, 
Mm-hmm. And um, I think he said it so perfectly that it didn't require any, um, like, it didn't require anything else. He was like, um, well, I've been playing uh, video games pro- professionally for 20 years, and in that time, I've never taken up arms. Mm. Yeah. Which I thought was good. To be fair, like, we're in Australia. Like, you know. Yeah. If we're, if we're in America, like, like well, like, you, you you go to the toilet and clean your toilet gun. <laughs> i don't know you're gonna say that you know it was like oh you know you have the your, your gun toilet roll you know holder <laughs> on yeah. the um on the on the toilet paper is, is it's like a print of all, all, all these different pistols throughout history yeah uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> uh um so it comes me to um also ask you guys a question is um if we were to have more esports events uh in um uh in uh, Brisbane or just in Australia in general uh where do you think are some good spots for it hmm that's a good question so i think um cuz you want to get a big ass room like a like a warehouse but you don't want to make it too dodgy yeah cuz like yeah, it'd look pretty dodgy if it if it was in like someone's fucking shed. You could always go something like a um like a convention center or mm, yeah yeah a, that's a, very true. a community hall or something. Mm. But uh, insofar as cities go, I think um I think you need something like you you need like regionals and you need like the sort of the big city events as well. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's what that's what I'd like to see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. And I would imagine something like a convention center or something like that is probably a good place to like host a really big event. So, play, you know, some of the places where they hold like Supernova and Comic-Con type things. Exactly. And actually, yeah. one of the interesting things that League of Legends does is they have um, they have theater viewings of the of Oh, the yeah, sure. Mm. So good just, idea. Yeah, so, 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 so everyone anywhere in the world, no matter where you are, you can just buy a ticket to the, um, buy, uh, buy a ticket to the movies. Mm-hmm. And then the movie theater streams the game um, to the audience in like full widescreen high def, and and you get the same like uh, light up uh, clap, uh, clappers and stuff. Yeah, right. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I actually remember something similar to that. Um, where um, uh, okay, so this is like a long time ago when I was into wrestling, and um, yeah, they did the same thing. They um, they did a wrestling pay per view um up on the uh, up on a big screen at the at the cinema. Mm. You know, I paid my twenty bucks and I went to go see that bad boy. Because, like, for all the like, you know, theaters are dead. Haha. Actually, like, at, at the end of the day, it's just a really good sound and audio visual system. Yeah, yeah, it With, really like, is. Seats and like, 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 awesome a snack bar just over there, and it's like a really good way to watch to just watch something. Mm. So that might be um, a way for theaters to go if the. Um, if Hollywood ever decides to stop making Marvel movies, <laughs> well, well, yeah, we haven't really, we, we haven't touched on Endgame, but um, yeah, I don't think they're going to stop making Marvel movies. Uh, it'll just be different ones. Yeah, well, apparently Brie Larson's heading the new MCU, and she's got like a an all female um, Marvel movie coming up. Uh, okay. All the sure. all the women of Marvel uh, getting together and um, kicking ass. Yeah, well, I mean, there was a scene in in Endgame that sort of like showed that. But even like, even you know, my fiance, who's like, you know, the biggest um, the biggest person for like, you know, having having these cool women, she was like, yeah, even that was a bit on the nose. Well, I did. I didn't think that. I'm like, you know, I'll, it's kind of like um, a Lola Bunny in uh, Space Jam. I know oh, this okay. is a weird connection. This is a weird connection. It, it is, yeah. <laughs> So Lola Bunny got a lot of criticism. Got a lot of criticism in the 1993 hit movie Space Jam. Don't you mean the fucking banger Space Jam? <laughs> it's a fucking banger. Because basically, the reason she got flagged was because she was a new Looney Tune, and what they promised us was like all your favorite Looney Tunes, just like being Looney Tunes, mm. um, with with Michael B. Jordan. But if you actually watch Space Jam, Lola Bunny's barely in that movie. She has literally like five minutes of screen time, like total. Mm. She's just like there as a concept and there to be a character and there to fill a plot device. And then she, she she gets in trouble for like five seconds and then gets saved by Bugs Bunny. And that is Lola Bunny's entire impact on the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> it's not very profound, like at all. It, it's actually not profound and, yeah. and it's not much. And I'm like, you know what? I'm willing 
to say, yeah, 30 seconds of them having a cool pose and like running into battle and doing cool stuff. Yeah, cool. Whatever. I don't care. Mm. <laughs> Go girls. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's fair. I mean, no, it was just like, I don't know. It just felt super campy to me. And I was like, I mean, I was yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, you, you, I mean, you guys, you, you, yeah, anyway. I, but, but, but I come from the, the era of superheroes, um, at least ideologically, because we're, we're all the same age. So, like, we all come from the same era. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but, we do. But, but ideologically, I come from the era of superheroes where, where Batman is running, down the street, is running down the streets of Gotham Harbor. It's like running down Gotham Harbor with, with a fucking Joker bomb above yeah. his head. <laughs> waiting around like, oh i gotta put this in the river before it goes off yeah. and then he, he puts in the river and like he sprays himself with shark repellent so the uh, so the sharks don't right yeah and, and and like when it explodes it's like kapow yeah yeah, yeah. he goes jiminy Jilly batman yeah exactly yeah I'm like you know what superheroes are meant to be dumb i don't care <laughs> yeah a lot of the, like they they were anyway I and I still think they can be they can be that way, um, and it it is actually the storylines that I do like the most. Like um, like I think uh, that's the reason why I enjoy things like uh, Dragon Ball, for example, um, is a lot of the storylines are really like you know campy and cheesy and on the nose, um, and um, over the top and you know. Ajiran opens his eyes and the universe is crumb. <laughs> yeah, for example. <laughs> And they have like you know five different fucking transformations that they go to that's all more powerful than the last. Yeah, exactly. And like, yeah, Vegeta goes Super Saiyan Blue too, and it, it's unclear is Super Saiyan Blue two stronger than Ultra Instinct Goku? Yeah, I mean, who who, know, who knows, man? <laughs> who the fuck knows? Who like, the fuck knows? As soon as we lost Scouters, we lost all sense of fucking um, like, what's that word? Where it where where the scale? Actual... Yeah, scale. But it, no, there's a word where you collect data. It's one quantitative that's Quant it quantitivity yeah quant yeah that's the word yep yeah yeah we couldn't fucking quantify power level it's just like man he's super powerful now and i'm like but i need numbers guys is it over nine thousand or not yeah no <laughs> i think we can say everything in dragon ball is over nine thousand <laughs> <laughs> very fair oh. uh, all right um yeah so that was really it for me i don't know how we got there from esports but we did um so um, yeah, that was really what I wanted to talk about. Uh, your esports, yep, excellent, very good, and um, oh, it's it's yeah. good to see gaming getting uh, positive coverage. Yeah, like, positive like that's coverage. a big thing because definitely um, you can't just keep shitting on gamers like for the to the end of the earth. You can't just keep shitting on them because yeah. <laughs> you get, a lot I mean, of people who like games. Like we all know now that games are actually okay. Mm. Yeah, and, and there's if, like very little data to suggest that they actually do anything but you know off, be fun. Well, offload pressure, right? Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, uh, hey. Actually, it's like um, they found that people countries with more liberal porn laws had less rape in them as well. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, mm. that that's a cool if true study at the moment. Like, because I'm just remembering it, but mm. it's um, I'll uh, I'll try and find the reference. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Maybe something we talk about next time. Um, yep, so that will bring us to the end of our podcast. So um, obviously, guys, if you want to come into, uh, want to contact us at any time, uh, please uh, do so by sending us an email over at stspodcastau at gmail.com. Um, so if you want to suggest any of the topics or have any comments or anything to add about anything that we've said, you can do go drop us an email down there. Uh, if you want to... Um, hear about any of the things that I've talked about and possibly some others um, and some more information about the podcast. You can also check us out on Twitter at STS podcast AU. Um, and you can also uh, find us over at somewhere that Joey's going to mention. Joey, where can people you find can, you and some other stuff about the podcast? You can find everything about the, uh, I was going to say chill sports podcast. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> At jhray.com, the home of jhray media for all your jhray needs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is the CEO of jhray media would like to thank that. I would like to thank you for listening to this uh, exclusive show. Uh, I'm just memeing. Yeah. What am I talking about? Also on jhray.com, you can find Chill Esports, the old uh, archive of our 
coverage of Blizzard Esports in 2018. Yep. If you want to catch more of uh, me, Joey, and Christian talking, uh, definitely head over there. Talking some serious shit. Yep. Some serious business. And you can also catch most of the time. Yeah. (laughs) Man, I'm in. Yeah, you're right. Joey's never serious. Anyway, keep going. (laughs) You can also find our sister podcast, Yowie Power Hour. Um, yes. which is a much better podcast than this one where they're actually funny and they and karen edits uh, karen actually edits the um the content so, so it's not joey fine. stop giving away the trade secrets man all right, all right, all right. i'll stop giving away yeah god <laughs> guys i edit the podcast like no other okay <laughs> all right and you can also find Meme Driven Development, which is my personal blog of memes, computing, and life, where I make posts every now and then about whatever the hell I want because it's my backyard and get off my lawn. Yep. Cool, cool. Excellent. So um, if you want to go uh, see our full catalog, check out uh, or check out your Power Hour. Also, here, Joey's uh, random ramblings. Uh, yeah, definitely go check it out. Um, for me, guys, you can find me over on Twitter. I am at OvalTeenGene. Um, and hopefully I will also be doing some streaming sometime soon over on twitch.tv slash OvalTeenGene. Um, yep, so that's going to wrap us up for today, gentlemen. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank, Thank you. you. Yep, and I'll see you all next time. Later. Bye.